Hey guys, I'm Andrew. And I'm Chris. We're the hosts of True Believers, a comic book podcast. Our weekly show about all things comics. Welcome to our second episode. Um, well, before we get started, I do want to say thank you to every single person who's been listening to us and downloading and so much overwhelming positivity that we already have received from you guys. Um, it means a lot to us, like more than you guys probably know. And it's so, it's just so great. Thank you guys so much. So today we will be discussing DC's newest enterprise um, that kind of came out at the end of last year, but it's still going on right now. So it is DC's Future State. DC's Future State is explained as a spotlight on the world's greatest superheroes in fresh new roles, with all new characters taking up their iconic mantles and terrifying new supervillains that will push them beyond their limits. DC Future State features an incredible array of creative talent, combining award-winning writers and artists with new voices from the worlds of TV, movies, and animation. DC Future State is a spinoff of the finale of Dark Knight's Death Metal, and it is purported as a journey from the near future until the end of time over the course of 25 miniseries by some well-known names and comics alongside the rising stars. The Future State promises a place where the legacies of our world's finest heroes are out alongside their counterparts across different times and even different galaxies, giving readers a glimpse into the next phase of DC Comics through wonders long past and wonders yet to come. Yeah, so what Future State is, it happens after Death Metal, and um, it's just different states of the future. Um, like, Wonder Woman's so far into the future, she's at the end of time, but Batman's only in 2025, so it just kind of tells different stories of the future of, like, iconic characters and new characters that are happening. Um, so some of the titles are... Um, I'm gonna let you read these ones, Chris. <laughs> Future State, The Next Batman, Future State, The Flash, Future State, Harley Quinn, Future State, Superman of Metropolis, Future State, Swamp Thing, Future State, Wonder Woman, Future State, Dark Detective, Future State, Green Lantern, Future State, Justice League, you could feel free to chime in at any time, lazy, Future State, Carzor L, Superwoman, Future State, Robin, Future State, Superman, Wonder Woman, Future State, Teen Titans, Future State, Catwoman, Future State, Immortal Wonder Woman, Future State Nightwing, Future State Shazam, seriously, you really could chime in, Future State there. Superman, Worlds of War, <laughs> Future State Aquaman, Future State Batman Superman, Future State Legion of Superheroes, Future State Suicide Squad, Future State Superman versus Imperius Lex. Wow, you really let me do that whole thing by myself. Ooh. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of Future States, <laughs> so thanks for reading them all. Um, yeah, we kind of went over the, what is it called? Uh, we took some time and we went over the DC Future State sampler. Um, we got it as a free ebook. Every sampler should be free. Yeah. And yeah, so we went through all the things that we kind of like were interested in. And we looked at all the new designs because there's a lot of good ones. There's also a lot of bad ones, if we're being honest here. But yeah. Know, it was so... just really interesting to read the the short interviews with some of the new creatives. Um, well, they might not even if they're not necessarily new to comics, but some of them are new to DC comics. Some of them are mm -hmm. new to superhero comics. I don't know. It was just really interesting to read. And then um, a couple of the writers actually had worked on DC superhero girls, which I think is amazing. And there was one guy who had only worked on DC animation and he was really excited to make the transition over to DC comics. I would be excited too. Or you can, cause DC animation is so good. It would be so fun to work on the comic books after you do all that. So, um, do you know, like, what he... Who was it? Brandon Bietti, who's going to be writing Future State The Flash. He oh, was The Flash. An animation director and producer of Superman Doomsday, Under the Red Hood, and more. 
the new flash in this future state is going to be from a distant corner of the multiverse i think is what they said right and it's like a mystery flash i was like i'm not interested in that one Oh, just like I'm not interested in in mysteries in comic books, honestly, which is why I don't read Batman. You know, I, when people are like, we're mm-hmm. going to take it back to the basics. We're going to go to the, like the old school detective. I don't like that. If I want to read something detective I'm just going to read it. Yeah, they're making two different Batmans right now. Um, One of them is like one of them is a total mystery. They don't know who the Batman is. The next Batman, right? Yeah, the bat, the next Batman. Like, we don't know who it is. We don't know anything about it. We just know that he kind of looks like... um uh future what the fuck is his name like the future batman terry terry mcginnis you mean terry his McGinnis. other son yo i really wish yeah. that batman beyond had been out like more now because i feel like the way that damien acts up to all his adopted brothers now finding out that terry was biologically his brother i know <laughs> that grown man would lose his mind oh yeah for sure for sure he because that was the one thing he was like i am the blood son yeah and like i said they have this new one like it's a total mystery who is this batman i was i'm not the costuming looks so much like batman beyond too it was kind of distracting i was like i don't know if i'm too interested in that one if we're being honest here i'm not really interested in anything batman but that's more because i'm on batman fatigue i feel like batman is so um i don't want to say he's oversaturating the superhero market but he pretty much is like there's so many batman movies and i know superman is too but superman is literally my favorite superhero so i don't care but for the for the most part you know superman stays pretty consistent with his stories and everything they try to make batman different as like different as they can but still make it so dark and mysterious you know and it's just so i'm gonna say overdone it I, i just i get so over it you know the only thing they can do to Superman to make me not interested is when they pair Superman up with Wonder Woman, like romantically. I think mm-hmm. it's weird. I it's like I don't really have uh, an a firm belief in Lois and Clark. Like I love them, you know, because I'm a Superman stan. But like I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, they're in love or whatever. But like that's like the foundation of comic books to me. Like when you take that away, like what are you doing after that? No. Yeah. I can't participate like I never watched Justice League action because him and Wonder Woman are together and that and I was like nope okay but speaking of Superman though so he has a his future state comic is like super far in the future and he goes to where was it where does he go the war world he goes to the world world yes and he's like in a gladiator ring basically is what war world is and it's called Superman World of War. And oh my God. Ooh. I wrote down this man's name. Hold on. It's either Mikel or Michael, Jamin or Yamin. I'm sorry for saying your name wrong. Um, he designed the look for Superman World of War. <laughs> and it is a gladiator outfit with his titties out and some little, like, it's like some chains. And he's got a Superman shield and it does not cover his, like, nipples. Like, it just barely, it's like a big flavor flavor clock chain in the middle of his chest, but not like that at all. Cause it's, I don't know. And then he had all the like pants. that. <gasps> that was a good way to say it. It was like flavor flavor chain because it rests rest in the middle of his right chest. Right in the middle of his like, chest. And then he got yeah. on some little panties. Well, let's get back to that because, sir, you're a pervert. He was you're a pervert. Superman for... with, his old, knew. with his titties out. Girl, he knew exactly you what he was doing You slutted out Superman, sir. He did it. It's, man, we thank him for that one. He knew what he was doing. He Child, did that. And I'm going to be reading it. But anyways, you nasty. <laughs> so yes this superman he goes to world world 
he fucking just leaves Earth to Who cares? Uh, son, I don't care right? why. He's like, John, you had to be Superman because I am going to go be a hoe. It's a hot girl summer. It is. He just leaves. I love it. I love it. I'm actually really excited to read that one only because of... I don't like Mongol. You know, that's who he's fighting. He's fighting Mongol's son by the same name of Mongol. And Mongol Jr. I don't even know. Yeah, it's Mongol Jr. He still goes by Mongol, but... I don't even know what his whole MO is, but he's supposed to be even more big and bad than the first Mongol. He doesn't just want Superman dead. He wants the whole galaxy destroyed or some shit like that. So Superman's he fighting him in his little panties. You know, I'm with it. Listen, I'm with it. I'm a to Listen, read it. Superman is like 250 <laughs> pounds of corn-fed Kansas Kryptonian beef with his chest out <laughs> and these little panties on. Just the panties and the cape. In the Listen, we're supposed, I know we're supposed to be talking about future state, but this is future state. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine because as soon as I saw that, like all of the future state stuff I've seen so far, like that's been pushed at me, like in the zeitgeist, has been like the new Wonder Woman, um, Yara Floor, like Aquaman, you know, because I love Aquaman. Um, I love regular Aquaman, and I love Jackson Hyde, and I love Calderon, you know. And then, like, the new Flash, I knew that there was a new Batman that nobody knew who it was. I knew all that. Nobody told me about Superman in the panties. I'm just saying. Just saying. That is the only reason. Actually, no, I'd have probably read this. Probably would have read this one otherwise. But when I saw that design, I was like, oh, now we're reading it. (laughs) Oh, we're (laughs) reading. Um, Speaking of Superman World of War, we had some other... (laughs) Some other less uh, less thirsty things that we wanted to talk about reading. I know, Andrew, you're going to be reading um, Future State, Cars Zor-El, Superwoman? Yeah. Okay, so Clark is gone. He's off on that planet. So Kara is on the moon right now. I don't entirely know how she gets there because we only read the sampler. But she's on the moon and she's basically... Um, She's at peace now, you know, she's not having to protect Clark anymore, even though she never really protected Clark, you know, but th- she always kind of saw it as like, hey, I'm protecting Clark. That's my well, I think cousin. she's just trying to reconcile like her identity, like even though she's obviously older now, this is a I don't want to say like a middle aged super woman because I really don't know because all we did was read the sampler. Mm. I'm honestly just judging based on the outfit. Um, but this is an older this is an older superwoman. This is an older Kara. So she came to earth to be her cousin's protector and like yeah when you wake up you're a child and he's a grown man that's got to be like a strange shift in your like foundation of who you are because Mm -hmm. what you're sent here for your purpose really is not relevant anymore and i feel like she's had to like try and reconcile that within herself like since the since Since the character yeah since the character (laughs) came about so well, I feel like we're dealing with the fallout of that. And I normally would not have been interested in reading that because for some reason, I hate stories that take place on the moon. Like after Xenon, I was like, Same. oh, that's, that's enough moon for me. But I just happened to be looking at the art and I was like, oh, this design is really pretty. It's not really to my taste, but I really like it. It was by Marguerite Salvage, you know, the, the artist yeah. who I follow around from project to project. And the writer is Marguerite Bennett. And I don't know if you ever heard of their creative collaboration before but detective comics comics certainly has because they work together on <laughs> dc bombshells yeah so okay so yeah Kara is now on the moon right because um clark is gone so what she's doing on the moon is like protecting a bunch of refugees from other planets from earth like something's going wrong so she's now the guardian of these people on the moon 
And then, but like you just said, her costuming was so cute. It was like this really big flowy red skirt and she had like an open top with like a pop collar. It was very 50s looking. Yeah, it, it was, was giving, it was giving 50s, giving 50s, not 50s housewife, but like 50s career woman mm-hmm. out, out on a, a business uh, evening. So she had to yeah. stunt on these advertising hosts. It was giving Joan from Mad Men. That's what it was giving. I loved it. It was, so that's what, I, like, this is a 50s look, but it's, what, 2070, I think is what it was. Like, it's so far in the future. And she's on the moon protecting people, all kinds of refugees. Someone just crashes into the moon and starts trying to cause some shit. So Kara has to stop it. That's all I really know about this. You know but what? I'm interested in it. I'm not even going to lie. You know what? I bet it was Gru from Despicable Me. Groot, he finally got to the moon. <laughs> he crashed on the moon so he could steal it. Oh my god. That I don't I feel like it's gonna be something brainiac related. It's always brainiac, you know. Especially when it comes to her. Yeah. So if it I, I'm tired of Brainiac, I'm not gonna lie. So I hope no, it's I love new. Brainiac so much. Brainiac is one of my favorite villains. Yeah, I'm just I'm tired of it. It's like Especially he when can. he's like, Oh, I, I went to the future and came back. It's like Terminator where in the first one he was like evil and trying to kill them. But mm-hmm. then a second Terminator comes back from the future and he's like, I'm here to protect John Connor. That's Brainiac. Yeah, yeah it kind of is. But yeah, Brainiac is one of those characters you can do a lot with, but I'm just kind of over it. I want them to do something new, you know. That's what I really So appreciate. that's what I'm hoping for that's what i really appreciate about that creative team because they're really good at taking um established characters and taking them in a new direction like they did with bombshells because bombshells was so good bombshells Mm -hmm. made i openly said that superman red sun was like the stupidest thing i'd ever heard of they literally remade it (laughs) in bombshells (laughs) yeah and not only did they remake it i reloved it and you know what else i plan on reloving future state aquaman okay yeah. i said that that was so smooth that transition no it wasn't um no, future, it wasn't. <laughs> future state aquaman sees jackson hyde taking on the mantle of aquaman um with his new sidekick andy curry the aqua lass at his side it's arthur and mira's daughter andy yeah i just you know i figured you know somehow these two water-based mfs end up in space now i love aquaman i love aqualad i was i was ready for whatever was going to come of that anyway mm-hmm. but i'm wondering how the hell they're gonna end up on neptune because it says now jackson must escape a prison on neptune so he can cross the abyss that spans the universe in hopes of finding aqualad once more I am so, like, if I wasn't going to read it just because I love Aquaman and I love Aqualad and I'm excited to see the two things become one, I was going to read it just to find out how they ended up in space. Well, at least Neptune's a very watery planet, right? The whole planet's (laughs) like water and ice. That's how you know our stupid brains think well together because I was like, well, at least they're on Neptune. (laughs) But yeah, how do you get up on Neptune? How does that happen? You you, live under the sea. You're supposed to be in the water. You're the Aquaman. How did you end up in space? Like, every time I've ever seen a Justice League thing where they went to space, if Aquaman was there, I immediately called BS. Because why are you here? You need to be defending the Earth. Well, at least he carries that little water pack on his back, right? Uh Uh-uh. No? No, Mm -mm. he doesn't? No, he does. But, like, uh uh-uh. We're not going to excuse the foolishness. That's what I'm saying. It's very, like, 
Katara whenever she would carry that little water thing no, from the sir. Avatar. Anyway, it's very like that. No, sir. Anyway, that's not the only Aquaman stuff that's coming out this year. Um, well, last year, there was uh, one of those DC young adult novels, which, you know, I told you I really enjoy. Well, I haven't read a lot of them, but I enjoy that they're coming out. It's called uh, You Brought Me the Ocean by Alex Sanchez, who's like a famous um, YA author. Uh, and then there's going to be Aquaman the Becoming, a six-issue miniseries that comes out, I think the first issue comes out September 21st of this year, which uh, is supposed to kind of bridge, like, Aqualad becoming Aquaman, like, he's becoming Aquaman. I'm very excited to read that. And I'm really excited to read Future State Aquaman. Yeah, I can see it. I'm honestly not going to read it, but I will have you give me the rundown, because I want to know like how they get up there how they get down from there i want to know but i don't want to like take the time to read you're it. like Sorry. me like when they started showing the trailers for that show cruel summer like i'm so interested in whatever the hell the plot of cruel summer is but i refuse to sit and watch <laughs> that every week i said i'm waiting till the end of the season and i'm gonna look on the wikipedia page and i'm what happened to the girl now what happens to the girl yeah same i want to know but i don't want to take the time to read it and i feel really bad about that but i just don't but so at least you'll read it. You said that at least you'll read it. Um, okay, what, but let's like, talk about Gotham. Gotham only takes place five years, I think, in the future. But some dude named the Magistrate is now basically holding the whole city under regime. And he wants all the like vigilantes gone, which means Batman and his little Bat family. Everyone gone because he's evil. Surprise. And Batman... It's in the future, so he has super tech, advanced technology. The magistrate does, but so Batman has to go back to his roots and use his wits. You know, it's that whole thing that they recreated again. Oh my god! But, you know what that is? What? That's that Twitter meme that said the IRS could take Batman down with the audit. It's exactly that because he doesn't have money now. <laughs> he's back. He's using like his old utility belt and things. And he did doesn't you, have was, money now. So they did yeah. audit him, and now Bruce Wayne is a broke bitch. Wow. Yeah, I don't even know if he has Alfred in this, if we're being honest here. I, it didn't say anything about Alfred, so I'm just assuming they took his butler, his house, his monies. Nothing. Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around with your so broke ass. Yeah, so this guy's out here trying to like get all the vigilantes. I am not exactly with this one, because I am so tired of the recreating Batman, you know? I'm just so like we already said that I'm just so over it but you know what I'm actually really interested in that weird little tactical suit that he's got on um again I kind of think that people who do the art for superhero comics they're the horniest people in the world because why does it look like that okay so he is wearing like a tactical shirt like short sleeve shirt it's white he's got gloves on that only come up to his wrist they're black he's wearing like a bulletproof vest and like tactical pants, tactical boots, a tactical belt. He's wearing a mask that only covers half his face. Like this doesn't even make sense. That is not very conducive if you're trying to be a superhero, you know? How is half your arms gonna be uncovered? How's half your face gonna be uncovered when you don't have superpowers? Look, you know Batman leaves the lower half of his face uncovered so the police will know that he's white. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid, though. Like, how are you going to do that? 
if you're super he's just a person he's but you know what the special. funniest part about this is that the only person in the whole bad family that well other than jason but like you can see his hands the only person in the whole bad family who covers their entire body is black bat cassandra is the yeah. only one who covers their whole face and their whole body these are just normal people they don't need to have skin exposed like if i'm going out there fighting crime like these people are I'm covering everything. I'm not about to get stabbed because you want to look cool. Are you kidding me? Like, he's about to get shot up in his arms. Uh, half of his face is going to get cut off, probably. So stupid. So that's my... <laughs> but, however... Okay, so the magistrate wants Harley Quinn, too, because Harley Quinn knows all the good, all the bad. You know, she plays both sides of it. She's Harley. And I'm interested in that aspect. I want to read Harley's because... It's if he's trying to control Harley. Everybody knows you can't do it. If you know anything about that character, you can't control Harley Quinn. So I want to see where that ends up. So if I was to read anything from Gotham, it would just be Harley's story. Oh, and the design is really nice too. I really like the um the alternation of like the pink and the blue, um, with the red and the black. Like yeah, because she I has like... she has a helmet on top again, doesn't she? She's wearing like a helmet again. Mm, not full I can't time, remember. I don't believe. I, I believe in that little that little scene we saw. We she might have just had a helmet on, but I don't think the helmet's part of the costume. Oh, I do remember it being like very bubble gummy colors, you know. Which I like. I like the happy side of Harley. That's mm. me. And then I think I'm definitely gonna have to check out Future State Superman Wonder Woman. I'm really interested in this because John Kent is the new Superman. It's, it's not that I don't like John. It's just that I'm not interested in him because Super Superboy is literally, if I could tattoo anything on the inside of my eye so that people would just know, know me, it would be, I love Superboy. It would be Superman in one eye, Superboy in the other. And I like them both for very different reasons. Like, well, I don't want to say that I like the new age Superboy with like the t-shirt and the the ugly haircut. I like Superboy from when we were little kids. Like that, that was elite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now they've got John. So he, Superboy, like Connor is not suited to being Superman. So this makes a lot of sense to me. And I'm actually very happy that they've made this choice. And um, Future State Superman Wonder Woman, it sees both of them going up against some kind of machine and a sun god. Oh, we're yeah. battling over the earth because this is um this is yara floor isn't it as one yeah, yara floor is wonder woman in the future state yeah yep i was interested in this one too i was very interested in it because it's it's like they kind of handed off the mantle to it you know because both of them aren't exactly suited to be superman and wonder woman you know so well, i, think I don't gonna... know since we know very little about the characters i don't want to say that off bat I will say that um, I'm really surprised to see John um, Kent in a solo title, like with Superman of Metropolis, because I think he's one of those characters that would always do better with a partner, like with him and Damien and the Super Sons. And I heard mm -hmm. that he like went to the future with the Legion and came back like yeah. as a teenager, which was like, obviously Damien doesn't have any friends. So I was like sad for him. I was like, dang, well, he does have friends. He got like three. <laughs> It's all his family. That's <laughs> and it's not them. He has actual friends. <laughs> name what are his three friends? He's got John, and I think his other friend's name is Colin. And then there was a girl in Super Sons, or you know, well, I don't, I don't remember if it was the actual Super Sons comic or if it was that young adult 
like not young adult but like that kids book that they put out and they were like dc comics super sons and they were like damien quote unquote you remember the ian wayne thing they said like he used ian as a nickname and i was like he literally goes by damien and then he was like white on the cover so all of all of everyone was like who is this child who is this white whose white baby is that yep those that's his three friends (laughs) wait can we (laughs) count four if we count the alternate universe where he's white (laughs) but okay yara floored though the who designed her i had it written down joelle jones joelle jo oh she is beautiful there's just no other word for it she's completely gorgeous like she's got these high cheekbones well i don't want to like go really far into the design right now because i really want to talk about future state wonder woman which i've actually read the first issue of i bought it um it's so good but um i don't like wonder woman build second and I think moving forward, if they're going to have a Wonder Woman and Superman-centric series, which this is something I've been saying since the New 52, too, because, again, I really hate when they're in a relationship because I also hate seeing Wonder Woman build second. Like, that was a two-part. Like, I don't like him seeing... I don't like seeing him with other people other than Lois, and I don't like mm-hmm. Wonder Woman build second. I think they need a title to go under that's easily recognizable, like World's Finest. Like, you hear World's Finest, you know that's Superman and Batman. Even though other people have been under the title, when you hear World's Finest, you associate it with Superman and Batman, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they need something like that. If they're going to have stories together like Superman, Wonder Woman, it's not what it is. But I think them together is actually a really good pairing because they're both assuming the mantle of two of two of the most respected superheroes in DC Comics. Like, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, those are literally the holy trinity of DC Comics, okay? Being yeah. the new Superman, I'm being the new Wonder Woman, I'm sure that's got to be, like, astronomically difficult. And I feel like they're the only people who can really relate to each other in the new Justice League on that level, um, aside from whoever is the new Batman. <laughs> Our mystery bat. <laughs> I wish I could think of a good pun, like Secret Bat or something like that. I was just going to say Mystery Man. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I agree that because those are the arguably the strongest of the team, right? That's a huge mantle to take up. It's huge. And they are probably the only people that can relate to each other, like you just said, because of that reason. And also, Jonathan Kent is Clark's son, so... You know, that's already a big mantle for you to take over your father's whole I feel MO. like for Yara Floor, it's got to be kind of different because Yara Floor is, um, she's not related to Diana other than like, you know, the bond of sisterhood that all Amazon share. Like, right. so to not be um, a direct disciple of the previous Wonder Woman in that same way, I feel like there's got to be even more pressure. Like, and I'm really excited to see them because um, Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman herself is more of a, I don't want to say like a mythological figure um, or like a folk folk folktale-y kind of figure. You know what I'm saying? Like Wonder Woman is um, straight out of Greek mythology pretty much. And Yara Floor is... uh, She's a goddess in her own right. Yeah, she's a demigod, I believe. Um, like I said, I only read issue number one, but I, I just, it's gotta be, um, it's gotta be a big deal, you know, like it's gotta be hard. No, I think that pairing is going to be really interesting because Wonder Woman is more of a, like a mythological figure. Um, she deals in like magic and like 
more mysticism um, rather than the kind of alien technology technology technological focus that superman oh, yeah. has so i, I think, think with that. being the second generation of that has got to be interesting especially because um yara floor is an indigenous woman from she's from brazil right uh i want to say yes but don't quote me on that i believe she's from brazil and i'm gonna go ahead and just say that and if i'm wrong i'll be wrong but like so and then john is the son of an alien you know what i'm saying like yeah you know superman and batman i don't want to say they're dismissive of the whole magic thing but they really never think about it first they're like oh i don't know what this is Wonder yeah it's, it's like, always been magic. like they had to call her you know like hold up let me call her real quick let me like, see where is the justice league dark because we don't deal in this oh justice league dark super super excited for this one I'm super excited for this one. I don't even know what is even happening, but they're making a new one. I know Dr. Fate's missing, and Ooh. oh, I don't know. It has Madame Xanadu in it, and John Constantine's coming back, and Satana. First of all, John Constantine is like a roach. He's never disappearing. He's always coming back. I know. I'm so excited for this one, because Justice League Dark is good every single time. It's just, it's never been bad. Oh, I finally finished the cartoon movie and it was great. I was like, was aha, <laughs> look at the consequences of our own actions coming back to bite us in the ass. Uh, I'm excited for this one. It's going to be good. That movie was great. I'm definitely reading this one. Um, I'm reading Wonder Woman right now, but immediately afterwards, I'm going straight to uh, Justice League Dark. Oh, are you reading Immortal Wonder Woman? Yeah, I'm reading Immortal Wonder Woman right now. Oh, yeah, it looks okay. like it'd be cool. It's, like, far off into the future. Diana is at the end of time, you said. She's at the very last end of time. Yeah, like, she... What's happening is... It's not spoilers. It's in the first issue. But, you know, she's at the end of time, and all of man is dying. It's in the description. All of man is dying. She's the last one. Batman's dead. Um, she wears his utility belt. She picked it up from First the of all, Batman Batman. was a regular guy. Like, people act like Batman can beat death. No, I know, but she's even got green lanterns. I think it's John Stewart's ring, right? She wears it around her neck now. I mean, that's it's very like sweet, but like, why? Like, I would think that the ring would pick somebody else. I thought that too, which was like, it makes me think like, did all the green lanterns die? Is this, did they get destroyed? Because this is again the end of time, you know? Okay, this is gonna sound very mean, but like, so since the ring like usually passes itself on, or like people will it to like family members and stuff like that like mm-hmm. does that mean that she like went around the universe and was like hey what up ho my friend john used to wear this ring 200 years ago come up off it and then she just kills him takes it so she wouldn't kill him <laughs> but if wonder woman asks you for something or tells you that you're gonna give it to her i'm gonna give it to her period so that's fair but if it's on the other side of the galaxy nobody knows this woman she just shows up and she's like hey that's my friend's ring like and that was mine like but imagine trying to fight wonder woman and getting beat up on your planet like so you're the green lantern in this world and you get the crap beaten out of you by some unknown woman who just flies away happily (laughs) can you imagine she just shows up and she's like hey 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 that's my ring like give it to me and he's like this is my ring like no no that's john stewart's ring and it wasn't even john stewart's ring first either which just makes it even funnier it was nobody's ring first exactly and she's like no that's john stewart's ring and they all look the same how do you know that that's his ring mystically she just knows so are you going to be reading this i know you said you started reading the first issue 
no i started reading the first issue of um regular future state wonder woman i'm not sure oh. how i feel about um immortal wonder woman like going to the end of time it looks like both of them are by joelle jones so maybe i'll check it out i really like what i've seen of joelle jones's work so far um a man in a comic book recommended to me one of her other series uh lady killer and it's been optioned for a movie i believe or a tv show hmm. it's like mr and mrs smith only mrs smith is the only one who's like a, a assassin spy and it's set in the 50s so she's like a a regular okay. 50s wife like during the day and then at night she's a killer killer that sounds interesting yeah no yeah. I, i'm absolutely going to read that um yeah wonder woman is stunning in this and the immortal wonder woman but is really she good. as stunning as yara floor actually yes they're like equally stunning the art is so beautiful and i'm su- i'm sure that the writing is really good um the oh the first issue of future state wonder woman it doesn't really have a lot of like details but it shows that for some reason they don't want yara floor going back to wherever she's from which i'm like 88 percent sure it's brazil um she's on you know how uh, jewish people can go on those tours to like israel um it's like birthright or something yes okay well it looks like they're doing the same kind of thing but like for brazil and she's like yeah you know i'm here for the tour it's like a a heritage tour i couldn't think of those words she's going on like a heritage tour to i believe brazil i seven thousand million percent believe it's brazil and she's just so pretty the art is like the story was interesting enough honestly i would not i don't care if things are good or bad honestly which is why i'm really not a good judge of character um but i can usually tell people if something's good or if it's bad it was just an okay it was a first issue that's what it was um but the art was so beautiful i literally was like moved to tears i I had never seen that many ethnic noses in one comic book. Um, mm-hmm. There were so many, like this, it was such a celebration of like African and indigenous facial features. Like they, I don't want to like spoil it, but they show um, a lot of different Amazons and they show uh, different places in the world at the same time alongside Yara Floor and everyone where she is. So it, the art was so beautiful i was literally like oh huh. <laughs> <laughs> i know i just looked it up by the way and yara is from the amazonian rainforest in brazil you're right yeah. i knew i was right period she's an amazon that's not she's not a greek amazon she's a brazilian amazon i don't know how that works because i still I haven't read issue two but i'm with it it looks good and speaking of wonder womans that look good nubia She's going now my girl Nubia gonna look good, period. Um, when I was reading the sampler, I read the L.O. McKinney, the author of A Blade So Black, which is kind of like a a new spin on Alice in Wonderland. I actually own the book. I haven't read it yet though, but I bought it because I like this, I like to see black women win, damn it. She's the author <laughs> of <laughs> she's the author of the new um graphic novel, the young adult one, Nubia real one, you know, the one that I sent you. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. She worked on that and she's working on Immortal Wonder Woman Nubia because, you know, they're all like different side stories under the same titles, which I think is really cool. What I really like about DC Comics is they will dead ass have 47 different storylines going on with all the same characters and feel no need to interconnect them. None at all. I like it, too, because it makes it a lot easier to actually, you know, read the story, which is something that I think they do better than Marvel 
because Marvel, you have to read so many different side stories to get the main story. I mean, don't get me wrong. DC will do that too, but they do not care about having a shared continuity across all books, which I deeply appreciate because I don't give a damn. I don't care. Yeah. I don't see and that. That's also what makes uh, Future State so easy to read because I didn't read Death Metal. I'm going to be honest. I didn't read it, but it's so easy to just pick up Future State, you know? You don't have to know shit about what happened prior what to this. I, what I really like is that every time they start something new, even though I hated the new 52, I really like that they were like, yep, this is where we're starting. So this is from here on. This is what we're doing. Period. Like they I, leave no room. I feel like maybe they, with the new 52, I feel like maybe they should have taken a poll. They should have maybe surveyed some people before they did that one. But most of the time they're just like, yep, we're starting over from right here. No, I appreciate the fact that they do that because that's what makes it so easy to just pick up and read. You don't have to know 70 years worth of comic books, you know? You can just pick up and read it. You don't have to have it. been reading comic books since you were like four to get it. Um, so, Green Lanterns. What's going on with the Green Lanterns? Um, I know that Jon Stewart is leading a team past the far sector of the galaxy to explore new worlds. Um, and I don't know if that intersects with uh, the Green Lantern Far Sector series that I unfortunately did not read, but I really mean to, and I'm going to. Um, but I know Jessica Cruz is going to be in it. Yeah. Okay. So I read. I can't quite remember what happens, but I know Jessica Cruz is ends up alone somehow, and she has to fight a whole team of Yellow Lanterns herself. And I am kind of with it because you know I love Jessica Cruz, but poor <laughs> Jessica Cruz. Like, what the fuck? Like, she is girl, not the life strongest is already lantern. hard enough. Like, first of all, you're a woman of color. <laughs> now you're in space with a whole bunch of yellow lanterns after you. Just you. Like, only you. Wait, like a, did I ever tell you that I heard somebody describe the Green Lanterns as a gang? Like, oh, 100% they are. <laughs> that was, I don't know why. I don't remember. You know when you're ear hustling into somebody's conversation, like I wasn't trying to pay attention, and they were like, "Yeah, it's like a gang, you know. They they don't like anybody who's wearing the wrong colors." And I was like, "What?" It's exactly that though. So the Yellow Lanterns, you know, are Green Lanterns' biggest enemies. I thought so it was just... the Red Lanterns. Oh yeah, okay. I guess you're right. But I the think... Yellow Lanterns are really just annoying. They're there to piss people off. They're the yellow of fear. Like, what kind of power is that? What is fear next to red? So, I think I would probably read the Green Lanterns. No, I'm definitely going to read that. That looks really interesting. Yeah. Um, what else would you be interested in reading? Because I know that they're doing Shazam also. Oh, well, they can continue doing that without me. Um, I'm going to be interested in... The only thing that we haven't talked about that I think you'll probably judge me for is I'm really interested in Superman versus Imperius Lex. I didn't even oh. read the description. I just saw Lex Luthor, and you know that little bald-headed hoe is... That bald-headed scallywag is my main. I love a good villain, and <laughs> Lex Luthor really does evil because he's a clown. He's mad that the people of Earth do not revere him the way they do Superman. And I read that... Well, I did kind of read a little bit of the description, but then I was like, girl, you gonna read it anyway. And then I just was like, ha, whatever. You know you gonna read it anyway. Um, so Superman leaves obviously to go be a little thought, 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 have a hot girl summer with his titties out and them panties on. And super in Superman's absence, Lex Luthor is like, Oh, it's my turn. Um, 
so what happens is Lex actually is on a different planet now. And what? it's a yeah, it's a planet that um everybody loves Lex there. He's basically the Superman of this new planet. But it's still not enough for him now that he finally got what he wanted because he's Lex Luthor, you know? So, so I don't know how Superman comes into play. Maybe he's like, Lex, like, these, you can't be acting up here. Like, this is a different planet. You still can't be acting wrong. And when they su- when they say Superman versus Imperius Lex, I think it's John. So that's going to be interesting. Like, you're beefing with me and I'm half your age. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. My daddy's on another planet with his panties on. And I'm, I have to come <laughs> step up, like... No, you know what? Speaking of, since since we both keep coming back to Superman World of War, honestly, where was his chest hair? Like he he didn't have any. He did they wax him? You know, you make me think about he didn't that. Have any I didn't arm, think about legs that. or chest hair. Huh? Maybe <laughs> to get in the gladiator ring, you just gotta shave it all off. <laughs> No, they're trying to sell tickets. I know they waxed him. Oh, for sure. I'd be interested if he had the chest hair, though. That would have sold my ticket. What am I saying? I'm going either way. <laughs> Period. <laughs> if I hear Superman is doing a gladiator fight in some panties, I'm going to go. With some chains and some panties on? That's your whole outfit? I'm going. I'm like, you nasty. Ooh. Okay, good outfits, though. Zatanna. Really? You were feeling that? Um, all three of them. She had three different looks that I was 100% feeling. I was not really interested. Um, the only look that was really, uh, that really impressed me and I wasn't interested in, uh, was the Harley Quinn one. I, Cause I'm not going to read that at all, but I was really impressed by the design. I really liked it. Um, for some reason, I don't have who designed Harley Quinn written down. I designed everybody else though. Dan Mora. Oh, okay. Really? And Dan Mora also designed Orphan and Spoiler. Yeah, he's out here working, I guess. And I don't want to read Future State, Batman, Superman, but I really appreciate the work that Yang did um, on Superman Splash. Splash. I really appreciate the work Yang did on Superman Smashes the Clan. Did I say the words correctly that time? Superman Smashes the Clan? Yes. Superman Smashes the Clan was really, really good, and I want everybody to read it. Yeah, I think the only thing we didn't really discuss is Swamp Thing, and I am not interested in it. Yeah. Honestly, actually, I read the description for the Future State Swamp Thing, and I, you know when you don't like something, and then you kind of want to, like, hate watch it, but it's not that I hate Swamp Thing. I have a great deal of respect for Swamp Thing as the Guardian of the Green, you know, I'm... I think it's nice enough, but I was recently traumatized because I've been reading Hellblazer and I found out that Swamp Thing will take over John Constantine's body to um Oh uh to uh with uh his uh girlfriend and um ever since then I just hate looking at him because now that's all I think and Swamp Thing has taken over the world and you know I really don't want to tell anybody what my next thought was because I'm just going to go back to reading Hellblazer and being traumatized. So that that was really the all I have to say about Future State Swamp Thing. Yep. I have respect for Swamp Thing doing his... Swamp Thing thing. Yeah, just doing the Swamp Thingy thing. I have respect for it. I don't want to read his story. I don't even know what it's about. He's in the Immortal Wonder Woman, though. He's the only thing keeping everything alive. So they're Yeah, because he's, to... like, taking over the world, right? Or the yeah. Earth. 
So honestly, I feel like Swamp Thing have Swamp Thing and Poison Ivy ever met because I feel like that's like a match made in heaven. I think about that a lot. Not actually. No, I think about that a lot. Like if they ever teamed up, which I'm sure they have at some point, but they could honestly just fuck it all up. Like, or that would no be a really good Elseworld story, like Poison Ivy, like oh, Dr. Pamela Isley as the Guardian of the Green. Instead of oh, um I can't think of Swamp Thing's like original name because you know it was like a day guy. It was like Solomon Grundy type thing where like a day guy like fell in and they were like, Oh, you the new Swamp Thing. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that would be great. I would totally read that in a heartbeat. I love a good Elseworld. I really just like that DC Comics, like they put out this entire thing and they still have so much other stuff going on. Like every two minutes I hear about the new Nightwing and they, somebody completely manufactured this beef on TikTok where they were like, Hal Jordan's got a better butt than Dick Grayson. And everybody was like, you are a liar. Oh, speaking of like Nightwing, his new outfit looks exactly the same, almost like very slight changes. It's new? Yeah, I think I think the only difference is they like changed very slight things, and they put his batons in his boots now instead of like that little thing he used to wear around his leg, which I kind of mm-hmm. like it. It looked very um, Wizards of Waverly Place how Alex Russo always <laughs> kept the wand in her boot. <laughs> so I was I liked it, <laughs> but anyways, I hate I don't you. Know. That's the exact kind of thing that you would like. Um, oh, and there's gonna be a future state <laughs> Catwoman too, and a future state Ooh. Robin and. I'm going to be honest. I'm not reading them. Future State Legion of Superheroes is being written by Brian Michael Brian Michael Bendis. I'm not reading that. <laughs> Future State yeah. Suicide Squad. I don't even want to watch the movie, but Andrew said that we have to. Yeah, so I'm not interested in the Future State um, Suicide Squad either. I'm over Suicide Squad, but we will probably be watching the movie for you guys. And we'll talk about it if we talk shit. Sorry. Which, honestly, probably we won't because... I don't necessarily care if things are good or bad. I just care if I had a good time. And unlike apparently a lot of people, I really liked the Suicide Squad movie that they already made. So I liked it too. I thought it was good, but everyone else hated it. But anyways, that's a different I don't think thing. it has to be a good movie to be fun. That's what I'm saying. I think people wanted something and then I was just, I was having a good time in the movie. I don't even like Jared Leto. I don't like Cara Delevingne. I liked the movie. I thought it was a fun movie. Mm. But... I wouldn't say that I have, like, grudges against any of the actors like you do, apparently. Wait, no, I think Jared Leto is actually strange because, like, didn't they say 30 Seconds to Mars was running a cult? Yeah, let's not even... And then, like, they said that he was (laughs) acting up behind the scenes and, like, Will Smith was like, I straight up do not like that dude. I had a a cast party at my house and he was not invited. Like, at first I kind of thought they were all joking and then I was like, oh, okay, so they really don't like... Okay, yeah, and I have no reason to hate on Cara Delevingne. I just thought that she was not the right choice for that role you know that, Honestly, that was my when only I heard hate. that Enchantress was going to be the major villain in the movie I thought they were going to get somebody older I was like oh so like a Charlize Theron type <gasps> yes you know, I, I kind of thought yes. like so when I went into the movie I had very low expectations because most superhero movies are not good they're not good movies um you know actually maybe I will give if I'm going to give anything a shot it's probably going to be Future State Robin or Future State Robin Eternal I don't know. I read something in the sampler that said that one of the people who's working on that worked on DC Superhero Girls, which is unironically, completely seriously, I really do mean this when I say this, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So, um, so what, if you were to read any of these, what would be like your top, 
let's do top three. What's your top three that you would read? Well, I already told you my top three. I'm going to go with uh, Future State Wonder Woman, um, definitely Future State Aquaman, and I'm going to say Superman Wonder Woman, even though I think they should change the name. Moving right. forward, we should never use that name again. I think I'd be reading definitely Immortal Wonder Woman, obviously reading that already. Um, Justice League Dark, I'm very interested in that because they're always good. And top three, I would say Kara Zor-El. The one where she's on the moon. You could just call it Cars or else Superwoman. Well, I I really do. I guess that's all for this week's episode of True Believers, a comic book podcast. We want to thank you for listening and for all your support from our beloved and cherished friends and family and our now beloved and cherished strangers on the internet. We've been nearly overwhelmed with the outpouring of positivity we've received. I know that we both seem kind of indifferent and goofy but we really appreciate it yeah. uh, we'll see you next week on august 4th where we will be having a spoiler laden discussion on season one of the disney plus loki show um and i really do mean spoiler laden like i'm going through every episode word for word bar for bar i'm still in the whole flow be- let's not yeah. get into that yeah lots of <laughs> or- spoilers so if you haven't seen it don't tune in next week or just watch it and then tune in. That's what you should do. It's only six episodes, so you better watch it and then tune in. <laughs> We're available on all major streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Deezer. Please continue sharing the podcast with your friends. And if you like the show, please leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at True Believers Pod and on Twitter at True Believers P. Yes, the name was too long. All right. Thank you guys so much again. Bye. Bye. <laughs>